0: I'm going to give a warning off the bat that this review is going to rely heavily on knowing probably some of the Cardinals players, um, and it probably won't make a lot of sense to someone who just has never watched the NFL, because we're just going to go off on, we're from Arizona, so we tend to watch these games anyways, um, so that's part of the reason why we're doing this episode, but let's begin. Hard Knocks is a long-standing docu-series on HBO that follows an NFL team through several weeks of preseason and/or midseason. On this podcast, we like to discuss the latest installment of a different series every show, and that happens to be the first segment chronicling the Arizona Cardinals 2022 run for the playoffs. Welcome to today's episode. at least we know why kyler murray has a q next to his name (laughs) yeah
1: i was wondering that whole entire time and also buddha baker we know why he's not going to be in the next few games
0: i had honestly forgotten that buddha baker was on the team i did not realize he played such an important feature role on the team yeah he stole the
1: show he's kind of the main character like halfway through you get the most about his home
0: life he has a sister who's about to go to asu and then his mom. yeah we can jump into the episode but first i want to highlight this why did we have to make this the season they tracked the Cardinals? <laughs> why can't we make it last season? Why couldn't they make it? Well, I don't know if they would make it last season because that midseason, if they had done midseason last season, that's when things went off the rails. We won seven games in a row, and we're from Arizona, so obviously this is coming close to home. That's part of the reason why we're doing this episode. However, out, out of the last 20 years, there have been a lot of bad Cardinal teams. That was an on-running joke for a while. Yes. But we also had some pretty good ones. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald was on the team for a pretty uh, long that run. 2009 season, 2008 It would have been pretty cool to see his uh, portrayal on a show like this and seeing what, what, what would have been going on behind the scenes. But there were some pretty cool things that happened on this show. I listed mine out as uh, my pros and cons as highlights and duds because okay. it's because yeah. it's football. Yeah, go ahead. Well, what were your highlights? Whenever Hard Knocks comes out with a new season, I always feel like I get to know the players a lot more. It feels like they're actually human. I feel more. I feel worse for them that they have to play football. Well, I was actually like yeah. So many people get injured while while watching it, and you actually have to provide like that they're human beings. And and I would never want to do what Mary did in this episode. Watch. A family member that close to you have to play 60 minutes worth of football. Yeah, no, That's that's crazy. And I
1: was glad to see Kyler Murray after losing the uh, Minnesota Vikings game. I knew the Cardinals weren't happy about their season, but have the reaction to losing the games because like, I could actually see them get angry about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, my, my second pro is, or my second highlight is the emotional impact that we can see on the players' faces, not only the insight that we get. So again, this team, we get to see last week where their mind was set was at, even though we know they lost the game that they're about to there head was, into. There was an over old- over looming sense of doom that was coming from for you because you knew yeah so it was like the whole thing was set up for them having to win these next three games because their record is such that if they don't win and let's be honest the cardinals are out of it at this point they said at the end of the episode even though they lost that they maybe have stand a shot if they win the next two but they're in a division of such where the teams are good enough where i think they're out i don't think that this season is that's why i wanted to be a different season but last season it looked really good for them to kick it off because they won seven seven games in a row and to follow why that happened, why you got DeAndre Hopkins suspension, you got injuries um, and, and just the emotional impact that you're seeing uh, on really good players like J.J. Watt, Buda, Kyler, uh, even the coach, Cliff K- Kingsbury, and just seeing how that weighs on them.
1: Yeah, well, that's why it was so important for them to win these games and now they're not even in control of their season. Well, it was the
0: second loss, right, to Seattle? that yeah. they had Yeah, lost within the last few three weeks, weeks yeah. Mm-hmm. But even though it was hard to watch the first half of the show because you knew where it was going, once they got to the game mode, you would think that that would be the hardest to watch since it would just be a replay. They did put the announcers over a lot of it, so it mm-hmm. did at some point feel like I was... Oh, yeah, the music. But that was more emotional. I was saying that it literally didn't seem like they put too much work into it. Like the preseason ones, because they can't focus too much on the preseason games because they don't matter, they have to put more effort into actually the mm-hmm. conversations and stuff. But it felt like once it got to the actual first game that they were showing... It took that took like 20 minutes, but it was also somehow like a little lazy on their part. It felt like I, I thought that know. when I got
1: to the game that it was like really good. I thought that it was shot well, especially that first scene. Well, they you took, took where so they much have...
0: scenes from the actual footage of the NFL, right? Yes, so, uh,
1: obviously. But like when you have the scene of like Kyler Murray and the full football team about to snap the ball at first and then you see the rain coming down. I, I thought that it was shot almost like a movie and I was really into it. And yeah, but then I, they presented
0: it like there's 10 minutes left and they can come back and then they didn't.
1: That's <laughs> been something about hard knocks that happens a lot it's like when it comes to the actual games itself it's like they always hype it up like especially that first half where it's just like okay let's really get to the game and when then when they get to the game it's just kind of like oh, okay it's, it's over. giving
0: them the opportunity to make that comeback to make that miracle mm-hmm. thing like they're like we could edit it that way but we have to be honest to the players there was some stuff on the field that once i've seen a football game i completely forget about it <laughs> like the next week i've like you can't ask me details about something that happened to me ago. both yeah point is that I remember seeing Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins had, like getting angry at each other on those sidelines when the Cardinals were doing bad, and I know I well I knew what it was about. It was about the game, obviously. But this was really cool that we actually got to hear what they were saying to one another. Yeah. And so that's another pro to the show. It also adds to the emotional impact of it. But um, I also found the funniness of the show kind of managed out the depression of it because oh. it starts off with like Kyler slamming his helmet against the ground. He's upset. We see a lot of the coaching staff being like we got to keep pulling through yeah. but um there were there were legitimately funny moments like last week in Arizona we did get some rain
1: <laughs> oh yeah no no this scene was definitely my
0: favorite part and of and so when episode. they went out to practice and all of them were griping except for like J.J. Watt, who is from like normal places where it rains pretty consistently cold, and yeah. it can be cold. And they were treating it like it was ten degrees when it was really sixty-five degrees <laughs> and chilly. Yeah, the rain can be a bit of a nuisance, but like this, these people were acting like pansies. That a little was bit.
1: that was really funny. To see. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I, I remember that day. And then Cliff Kingsbury, his house. The way they portrayed it, it was as MTV in,
1: Cribs. This he, was
0: MTV Cribs to like a, the. Coaching he was almost edition. like humble bragging the entire time. He's this young coach <laughs> living this bachelor lifestyle with like Camelback in the brand. He's like, "Oh, look! If you ever try to walk that, it's harder than it <laughs> he, looks." He has a, it's a, his like, no, own it's not. room. Not a Camelback. He
1: has his own room that just has a Joker poster, a Batman poster, and huge TV
0: where it looked but, like he was watching Netflix. Yeah, he was watching Netflix then, but normally he'd be watching film and stuff. But they also showed that during the pandemic, he was bragging about it. That he was taking photos and like putting them on the internet um on twitter and stuff and then uh buddha was pretty funny too when they introduced him i was like okay he's a bit much because he's always dancing he's always going to be the clown of the team a little bit he's also like the motivational force right. behind them but then when he started on, in game time like smarting off to pete carroll <laughs> but then in a respectful way they fist bumped well i could tell that Pete carroll did not want to fist bump him like you could see it on his face but he did
1: it because he but there are a lot going. of
0: players where it's like there's real anger and that's real emotion you go to Michael Jordan and he starts smarting off on you and you just don't <laughs> want to you're like you're not friends. But yeah. with Buddha, it's like everybody's your friend. Even with Tyler Lockett, who I think you also hasn't have on your fantasy yes, football I do. team. I have Sher so, Smith. So, so so last game it was my both my quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, but like well, not everybody has a two quarterback league, but uh, when Tyler Lockett pushes Buddha out of the way to catch the touchdown. And then he, Buddha's like, he pushed me. Um, and then later on, they're hugging after the game. It's mm-hmm. like, this guy does not take anything s- too seriously, but at the same time, he takes the game very seriously. There was a stark
1: difference between when we first see Buddha Baker and he's about to enter the training facility and he's kind of making jokes with the person near the entrance. And Kyler Murray's overtone is like, he doesn't talk very much. Yeah. And then, the, the, but the next scene we see with him is him like talking about how he's tired of losing at home with a team like after last week yeah and I, I was just like i actually felt like really bad for, for him and i was like yeah no this guy is dead because when you see the tapes of him being able to move from where he was originally like until like where he ends up during the end of the play i was like this guy is like working his heart out
0: yeah it went from the possibility of the cardinals making a huge comeback and really starting off the show really nicely mm-hmm. and instead we just got injury after injury and uh, first Kyler with his hamstring and then we find out that Buda Baker has this high ankle sprain and you could tell like his just attitude went like so low because he was so sad and his sister was like I'm hungry but he's like I'm angry yeah he <laughs> said he wasn't
1: hungry at all well Did he's we- gonna
0: miss time and like that's giving us more information apparently than we even had in real like life when they're doing interviews one on one with the coach like this is revealing stuff that's what's so weird about Hard Knocks is it's such a reality series but you're getting true things that are happening most reality series they especially docu-series, they'll do some weird stuff. This, the only time I felt like I was being misled is when they show these cutscenes and you get these one-on-ones with some of the uh, people and like DeAndre Hopkins, where, where he's suddenly bringing up his suspension and apologizing for it. That felt very not scripted, but like put in place yeah. for a specific reason. No, They're obviously. like, you sit down here, you're going to have a dinner and you're just going to just talk about it in the simplest of terms. We're not going to push you too hard on it or anything. This isn't an interview. So it just lets the, the person get that out. But it, it felt like it was just a message and not. Really, the truth of the matter. I mean, I
1: just think that this episode felt like it was built on the Cardinals winning. That's what they put so much time into trying to show in the first half with like the whole entire team watching all the footage and everything like that. That's why when it got to the game and you saw that the Cardinals scored on their first drive, that's why it seemed like the it was such a first time in deal.
0: 14 games where they scored on the their first drive. The best in Kyler Murray's career. 10, at 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah.
1: But then, like, when it kind of just flipped on that, that's what really just made me feel like, oh, like I, the depression just washed over me having to continue. Continually rewatch what I watched on Sunday when they
0: made all those mistakes. I get to watch Kenneth Walker bring in two touchdowns as my running back, but other than <laughs> that, yeah, it was. It was unfortunate, and then they also showed J.J. Watt, who is a natural captain and very famous already for for doing this type yeah. of stuff, come in there and try to bring the team back at the end of the game, um, even with Buda hurting. The only person who really didn't get any airtime, well, two people: James Conner, the running back, I didn't see yeah, him. Yeah, And then I also Robbie Anderson, their newbie from the Carolina Panthers, the who dropped the see ball. Him. Yeah, and we also saw him in the in the facility at the very end in the in the locker room, and his hair is still crazy. <laughs> Like, you can notice that guy anywhere because his hair is just, you've seen the photos. I
1: always get him and uh, and one of the Workaholics people with a similar name messed up. In fact, I remember I called the guy from Workaholics, Robbie Anderson, and I think my, like, blind spotting review. Do hmm. you
0: remember that? No. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I didn't realize how close that game was before it got out of hand. Like, I didn't remember that it was literally within three points with, like, three minutes left. Because it finished out kind of in a blowout yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know. And I then I also. <laughs> so you don't have to blame. Uh, Kyler as much for his fumble at the end because he was already complaining about his hamstring at yeah, the first, second Yeah, when I
1: first saw that play on Sunday, I was like, "What?" that just seemed like he almost fumbled it on purpose. But yeah, no, his hamstring, he's injured. Yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't seem
0: like a bright outlook. Most of the duds I have listed here would be duds for any introduction episode because you've got a lot of players who have to introduce themselves and you don't get as much like happening because of that. And then also Michael Bidwell just felt like the classic owner. I'm going to just fly to the game, <laughs> sit with the GM, and be yeah. sad when the team that loses. part
1: reminded me especially whenever they cut back to him welcome to rexham was on my mind like a, in a oh, second because yeah, yeah, yeah. of the fact of you know you always you saw the guy from it's
0: always sunny just watching the game but that would be if ryan reynolds like drove himself all the way to rexham and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they do make their way but we just on the pilot episode relied on too much on the game footage that was my other dud yeah what are your cons I feel like and it's this way with
1: other hard knock episodes. If it's not a team that you care about at all, like if you do not care about the Cardinals
0: one bit, you're not going to care what happens in this episode. And so I hmm. I mean, if you're playing fantasy football and you have like people from every single team, like most people do, yeah. then I think like, you'll find something to care about. Plus, I think they humanize people enough and, because it's so current. I think it, it does make anybody yeah, care No, that's something about like anybody notch. watching this who hasn't been a fan of Baker is probably going to be a bit fan of Budabaker now I, I, just I, for his personality
1: I am always surprised at the turnaround time that they're able to come out with these episodes and make them so recent
0: it but would make it so unwatchable if it was off by but like for a example weeks. when
1: they did the Lions earlier this year I didn't really care pre-season. that much that was preseason I mean yeah but like I just feel like the fact that it's, it's taking place in Arizona is the reason why I'm so entertained by it and that's probably why the reason why for my episode, my rating is a little bit higher than it probably should be.
0: I think that the mid-season probably just has the advantage in that people see the season actually coming about. In preseason, it's all just like speculation and you're getting a lot more like who's going to be cut and who's not and the games don't really matter. This, the games matter. that We get to see insight that like no one usually sees it's it's pretty cool to have it. I just wish it wasn't for this year. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I agree with that. What would you give the episode? I out? would probably give the episode just a seven because it's pretty normal for a Hard Knocks episode. There wasn't anything spectacular <laughs> about it. If they had come back and won, I feel like that would have given them just the source material that they needed to make it into a better show. But I'm still going to keep watching it because it's our team. So
1: I'm going to keep watching it as well and I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 because I was I, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought they did a good job with it.
0: I did feel bad for DeAndre Hopkins when the Hall of Fame conversation did br- get brought up when the guy was making, like, you're a Hall of Fame player. And he's like, do you really think I could actually get in the Hall of Fame? And then the guy, the coach, like, had a second, like, he, he waited a, a second. second. <laughs> it seemed like he froze up. He was like, oh, no. I think I said the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it made me feel bad because I don't think he would because of his because of the PEDs. But um it's weird how he comes back and he's just as good as when he left, but he's clean, like – so, it's like why did he why do some of these players take them when um, when they know they're just He he also didn't deny it, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.